Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. All right, toss your hand up in the air if you are busy. Maybe you're in public and you don't randomly want to be waving your hand up in the air so you can just silently nod along. But we're all busy, right? When was the last time you came across somebody and they said, no, I got plenty of free time, like... I'm good. No, no. (laughs) We don't live that way. Thankfully, though, there are women in this world like Casey Pauline. Casey is the coach for busy women. Her mission is to help women realize that they can put fitness and health as one of their top priorities, no matter how chaotic their life is. She's the creator of Busy and Balanced Program, which is specifically made for busy women. So, like, all of us. Her program focuses on short and effective workouts, eating foods that you actually love and enjoy. That means you can still have cookies or whatever your indulgent treat is, and you still get results. And you're not devoting your whole entire life to the gym or the scale or completely eating clean all the time. It's amazing. She has great great golden nuggets for all of you. Sit back and listen to how you can be both busy and balanced. Thank you so much, Casey, for joining me today. I'm so excited to chat with you. Yeah, I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Absolutely. If you guys don't follow Casey on Instagram, first of all, you're missing out. I think that... (laughs) um, I tagged and bookmarked every one of your workout clips that you have and oh my god often so if you guys are looking for amazing workouts go and check this chick out yeah She's... they're quick ones too that's so. the best yes the best. definitely that's what I'm all about yes um why don't you tell out of listeners who you are and give us a little idea of what's sure. happening yeah so um like Megan said my name is Casey Pauline And I am a certified personal trainer, started off as a group fitness instructor, um, also a health coach and orthopedic fitness specialist, which is a mouthful. Uh, But yeah, so my journey, um, I've always been like an athlete growing up. And so after college, you know, I wasn't playing sports anymore. So I was just thinking, what else can I do to be fit and healthy? Um, I dabbled in bikini competitions a little bit. And then after that, I realized it wasn't for me. Um, And then I started working at a gym. And my supervisor at the time, he was going on vacation and it's a privately owned gym. Um, It was just me and him that were the managers there. And he said, I'm going on vacation. I need somebody to teach these group fitness classes. (laughs) And he said, you're going to teach them. I had never taught anybody before. I was super nervous and I was like, okay, well, we're doing it. And he threw me into it. And that's kind of how I got started. Um, Fell in love with training people and uh, teaching people how to get in shape. Um, since I had always been doing it the wrong way for years back when I was in high school, even up until uh, like my uh, junior year of college, I was always, you know, the one that was doing cardio 
for hours and then maybe lifting like the five pound dumbbell thinking that I was going to get bulky as all females do. And we start lifting weights and then just really eating very low carb salads, fish for like every single meal to where I would end up binge eating on the weekends. So it didn't take me uh, too long to figure out like, Hey, there, this doesn't have to be that way to be able to get into the shape that you want. So after college, when I got thrown into the group fitness and doing one-on-one, I was, uh, studying nutrition a lot more on my own. And that's how I came up with, you know, doing these quick workouts where I didn't have to be in the gym forever. I could still eat, uh, things that I love to eat in moderation, like cookies or cakes and things like that, but still have my nutrients 80% of the time. And so that is how I came up with this whole, uh, busy babe genre, as I call it, is that you can do 30 minute workouts, even 20 minute workouts, and then still eat things that you love and still see the results that you are after. I love it. I think that so many women can relate to that cycle of uh, that entire cycle. Yeah. You know, the, the idea that cardio Mm -hmm. is where it's at and that we're going to get bulky and, and so much of the idea that we can't ever enjoy a meal ever. It has to be a vegetable and a protein and that's it. And that's how you have to live your life. If you ever really want results. Yeah. I mean, I remember just, you know, drastically under eating and doing excessive cardio and I had no butt, no boobs. I remember my friends telling my sister like, Hey, your sister has like no curves at all. What happened? Because I was under eating and over exercising and thought that was the only way that I could get in shape. And the funny thing was, you know, back then I'm sure, you know, like a lot of girls, Mm -hmm. they didn't want to have like the muscle definition or the curves or the big booty that's now in everybody wanted to be stick thin as possible. And everybody thought that the only way to do it was to do tons of cardio and basically starve themselves. And the funny thing about that is that even at my thinnest, I was still not happy. So a lot of it plays into mindset too. So no matter what you look like, if you're not happy with how you look, then the results aren't going to matter no matter what. That's a message that I have talked about over and over and over again. And I want, I just, I wish that I could Mm -hmm. just scream it at everybody is, at my smallest, Absolutely. I was my most miserable human. Like that, right? That yeah, it's did crazy. Not bring me all of the sunshine and rainbows and happy days that I thought that I really thought that it would. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something that you can't sustain, and the only way to sustain it is if you are miserable. And nobody wants to be miserable when they're trying to and get results think, like that. I'm going to ask you: Did you realize how miserable you were? Mm-hmm at the time or was it as you started to make changes and see how you could live a life when you realized like, Oh, I, that was not the place I want to be. Yeah. You know what? At the time, you know, I was actually going through a bit of an eating disorder, probably lasted about nine months um, where I was, like I said, not eating enough and over exercising. That's how I became so thin. But for me, I just, I didn't see it. I, it was crazy because my parents are always like, Oh, you need to eat this and eat that. And I'm like, no, like I'm skinny. I like how I look. But then I didn't realize it till years later, like, wow, I was so negative and I just didn't even realize it. And then, you know, at the time your sister, my sister and my parents are telling me all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't think I'm like that. I don't believe that I'm fine. Like this is my body. I can do what I want with it. And you don't realize years later that you're going the wrong way about it. And then you're like, why did I spend so many years doing that? Because it was 
something that you didn't have to do in order to get the results. And I'm so thankful for women like you that are now just telling everybody that message time and time again of like, that's so not the right way to go about it. Yeah, you can get results, but yeah, that is not what's gonna you're gonna sustain with. No, and I always tell people now, especially the women that I work with, that it's not always about a number on the scale either. Like if you go by how you feel, do you have more energy? Are you feeling healthier? Are you feeling stronger? I think that's the main thing about it too, because I used to be so fixated on one number. I remember specifically getting on the scale in high school, and if I was above 117, which is a crazy random number, I would freak out and be like, oh my gosh, I got to do more cardio later on today or hit the gym for longer, whatever it may be, just so I could stay at that number. Because to me, I thought that that was what my worth depended on. It's so funny. I always wonder where we, because I've been in the exact same shoes. I always wonder, like, where did we randomly get, like, 117, like you said, like, it's not even a... (laughs) Like yeah. what defined like, what us was as that, that number, number in our brains? That's like that. This is it. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, I know it doesn't make any sense because it's like we're not walking around with numbers on our foreheads. Like, oh, that girl's really skinny. She must be like 110 pounds, or that girl must be like 98. And I'm like, oh, I'm like 140. Like, I'm not thin enough. I don't look yeah. good and, enough. Stuff like and that. And that's such a good point too. Is because I never look one. I never look at somebody and the first thing never in my thought process is right. I wonder how much they weigh and even if I do yeah. know or see I, like that's not the number I would ever guess I mean it doesn't even matter yeah I know and it's funny now because I'll ask clients when they start talking about like I want to be this weight or if I could just lose these last 10 pounds and I'm like let me ask you something like how much do you think I weigh and they're like oh no, no I don't want to guess like you're probably like 120 or something and I'm like no no I don't care. Just like say a number and it's always a lot lower than what it is. And then they're like, really? As if they're shocked when I tell them and I'm like, see, this is what I want you to understand that it's not all about a number. You don't need to get fixated on a scale. Exactly. Did you have a, either an aha moment or a rock bottom moment where it was just, okay, I need to do something different. Yeah, I guess my, I had like an aha moment when after I started doing bikini competitions um, and then started researching more about like uh, the high intensity interval training and how how that helped you burn fat in a faster amount of time. And so I started researching that, doing more HIIT style workouts, um, and then started attending classes like uh, Barry's Boot Camp, which became like one of my favorite classes to do. And that was like a game changer when I had that moment where I was just thinking, Oh, like I don't need to spend hours in the gym. I can do half the time in the gym, maybe 30 minutes or so and still get an effective results driven workout as I would in an hour. And so then I just started creating workouts on my own, um, timing them, seeing how fast I could do them. And I would still get like a good sweat on. I was still, you know, burning fat, but in a, in the half amount of time that I was when I used to go to the gym for like an hour, hour and a half, or sometimes even two hours. And I realized that it was also maybe like a rock bottom point where I was always canceling plans with like friends or family. If they were like, let's go to dinner or let's hang out. I'm like, I can't, haven't gone to the gym yet. I need to do that. And the gym became like my whole life instead of just a healthy part of my life. 
And so when I realized that, I was like, well, there's got to be a way where I can cut down on my fitness, make it a healthy and enjoyable part of my life, but then still have that balance with social life too. And so that's how I kind of came up with doing these quicker workouts um, so I could have that balance. And definitely less is more. I mean, you just prove it time and time again. Like when you cut back, you got results that you were not getting spending two hours in the gym versus 20, 30 minutes in the gym. Yeah, I gave myself two months um, following these eight-week programs that I had um, with workouts that I was testing out myself, and I was seeing results with it, and I was like, okay, well, this this works. Like, I, how can I – I need to share this with other busy women that, you know, want to do the same thing and don't want to look at their workouts as a chore or that they feel like they need to restrict themselves on a and diet. And I think that, there, you know, that can be really scary sometimes to transition away from something that people feel very comfortable in. They might think it's a chore, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's comforting because they know that. Yeah, if you go by, you know, looks alone, you're not going to get very far. But if you focus on your workouts and eating healthy is a way that makes you feel good, that makes you feel empowered or strong, then you're going to be able to stick to that program or that plan that you're doing long-term to where it's sustainable. And then you can have the results long-term rather than doing these short diets or fads that are only going to give you satisfaction for a little bit of time. But when it's over, are you going to be jumping to the next diet and the next fad? Like you don't want, nobody should have to live life that way. It's just not sustainable and it makes you Mm -hmm. miserable. Like we said. And eventually I think, it, you, I, I don't think I actually know. Eventually, when you live a life like that, your results that you're getting are going to stop. Right. Yeah, I agree with you 110%. I mean, it's, it's all about sustainability as being your foundation. I think that's the main thing. Like, if you're doing something that you hate, let's say, for example, if you hate going to kickboxing class, But you feel like since your friend goes, your friend gets amazing results going to it. And you're like, well, then if she's getting amazing results, I should do it too. But you Mm -hmm. end up hating every time you go, you're not going to stick to it. And it's going to be something that you're going to end up quitting and you're going to be looking for the next workout or the next diet or fad that might not work because you need to just find what makes you happy and what you enjoy doing and what makes you feel good rather than. Yeah, I think that comparison game can be so tricky too because. When I was in that same kind of place where you were, where I was like, all I can do is run for two hours and I can eat my three pieces of salad and a hard boiled egg. I honestly, again, really thought like, oh, it must be nice to be that girl. Like I really envied that girl that walked in the gym Mm -hmm. and was there for 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and like then left. And I was like, wow, like, gosh, it must be nice to be her. I can never be that way. Um, And then I'm like, Yeah, I used to have the negative attitude towards that when I would see people do it. And I'm like, they weren't even here that long. They're not going to get any kind of results. And now I'm that girl that's doing it. And I'm like, huh, like I'm leaving the gym earlier than you and even after you. It's so funny how that totally reverses. Like before it was a pride for me to be like, I was here first and I'm going to be here far past you. Me too. And I was like, peace out. I got to go live my life and do other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, okay, 30 minutes. I'm good. So I'm how done. did you start to transition? You said that you made an eight week program for yourself. How did you start to transition mm-hmm. that eight week program into how you now coach women? So what it is, is um, it's a program that I titled busy and balanced, and I made it specifically for busy women. Um, so 
mm-hmm. you know, everybody's busy nowadays, whether you're like a stay at home mom or an entrepreneur, CEO, nine to five employee, even I have a lot of flight attendants that, you know, they have crazy schedules and not everybody has time to go to the gym or spend hours working out. And so I figured since I was getting good results from these workouts that I was doing in shorter amounts of time, why not share that with other women? And so since I had tested all the workouts myself, I decided to put that program busy and balanced together and then implement it into like a eight week challenge that I started actually this January and it'll be ending next week. And then I'll be doing another challenge um, in March with it, but it's a four, five or six day split. So the women can choose how many days they want to work out because not everybody has time to go work out six days a week. You know, sometimes we might only have four days and that's okay. And they're all 30 to 45 minute max. The leg days I say are 45 minutes because, you know, we all definitely want to get like nice rounded glutes nowadays and takes a little more time. Um, But yeah, so I put that program together and the workouts, they're done with limited equipment um, with dumbbells, uh, resistance bands. And that's basically all the equipment that these women need. And what I used when I was doing the workouts myself beforehand, and I still do them, uh, but yeah, they're, they're all able to be done at a gym or at home, outside, wherever you want to work out. And the women, they just absolutely love it. And so I just figured, you know, if they worked for me, then why not share this with other women that would love to have these quick workouts that are still going to give them the results that they deserve and that they're after. I, I love it. You're so right. Everybody's busy. Like it, I mean, that could, that works for mm-hmm. literally everybody because I don't run across one person in my day that does not have a jam packed schedule of some kind or the next. Yeah. And I just don't want, you know, anybody especially women just to say, Oh, I'm too busy to work out or just be scrolling through social media and looking at other women and being like, wow, they look amazing. I don't even have time to like get in a workout. So how can I ever achieve those results and just get down on themselves and be loathing their workouts. Like it's a chore. Like I'm never going to get the results that I want if I have to be doing this workout for X amount of time or eat very restrictive and end up like binge eating on the weekend. So my program, it dabs into a little bit of nutrition too, where it teaches busy women how to balance out their meals and still eat what they love in moderation. But it also has a huge mindset piece with it too. So they're going to get the confidence portion of it and realize that, you know, you're working out and you're eating healthy for your body to make you feel good and not just for looks uh, alone. That's the ultimate. I think that, I mean, at the bottom line of any fitness program I think mindset has to be your foundation because you're right um thinking Mm -hmm. about what we're doing to nourish and what we're doing to love and honor our body instead of punish it or fill it with these negative thoughts or emotions it just it doesn't propel you forward yeah absolutely and it's all about you know fitting workouts into your schedule and not you know the other way around you don't need to let fitness consume you It's just you finding that balance of making it a part of your busy life. And I want women to be able to realize that they can make themselves a priority and they're allowed to put fitness and health as one of their top priorities in their life Mm -hmm. to help them feel good. What would you tell a woman who was Casey several years ago thinking, I, you know, I'm afraid to change or I don't have time. Like what, what's your first reaction when you hear a woman come up with, 
not I don't want to say necessarily excuses they kind of are but let mm-hmm. us hear I would say you know if something's important to you if it's a priority you're going to find a way to do it. You know, you, you can't blame anybody else for the results that you didn't get because you're not the one that's putting in the work. Like I always say, you know, nobody can make you eat healthy. Nobody is shoving cookies in your mouth <laughs> and nobody's forcing you to go to the gym. And we all get the results, whether somebody has been a fitness veteran for years or somebody that's just starting out, the work that you put in is the results that you are going to get and nobody else can do that for you. And so, I mean, I even would say to my younger self, like, you don't have to, like, compare yourself to everybody so much. And even now, you know, we all get stuck in comparison mode, but it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you get the results that you want for your own body and for your your own mindset. It just has to come from yourself. Like, you can have other people as motivation or have them be inspiring to you, but you're the only one that's responsible for putting in the work and finding the time to do it, whether that's waking up a little earlier, whether it is planning in your workouts around like your lunch schedule or before dinner or maybe before bed, anything like that. So it's just like brushing your teeth, right? Like if you deem it a priority, you're going to find time to do it because it makes you feel good. And just showing yourself that you are important enough to carve out that 20 to 30, 45 minutes to say, Hey, I, I Mm -hmm. actually am valuable enough to give myself this time of my day. Yes. Yeah. I even work with uh, moms who have, you know, little kids like younger and they still find the time to work out at home and do these 25, 30 minute workouts because they, they want to put themselves first sometimes and that's okay. And some of them feel guilty. Like, you know, I should be taking care of my kids more. And it's like, you do take care of your kids. Like, 20, 30 minutes out of your day to put yourself first is not a, a huge amount of time. And I know it's always the same cliche thing hours. too, but think about how much better you feel when you take care of yourself and then you can really give more fully to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like that saying that you fill your cup up And I first think when you start you to put others. yourself on the back burner, the things that we then either have to, whether it's taking care of your family or, you know, want to, not that that's a chore, but I think that there begins to be resentment there if you are getting to that burnout stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's where that negative mindset comes in, where you you start to blame others, like, you know, well, I'm not as Mm -hmm. fit because I have to take care of you, or, you know, we're not eating healthy because you don't want to eat, like, the things that I want to eat, so it just kind of turns into like you start looking Mm -hmm. at fitness and health as a negative thing but in reality you're still the one that's responsible for the results that that you want and you can still get the results that you want and you know you can explain to people in a positive manner like hey this is what I'm doing this is what makes me feel good and if I feel good then I'm gonna be able to have a better mindset and we're gonna be able to have because really at the end of the day what do you have to lose like you said you know if you try it and it doesn't work, then yeah. you're right where you're at. But what could you gain? Right. Yeah. No, I agree 110%. You know, it's all, it just all goes back to that mindset piece. Like you have to find what works for you, find what makes you happy. And show and yourself that grace and that love. healthy you, too. You know, your programs 
four to five workouts in a week. Yeah. And if you get two of them in, great. And if you get five, that's awesome too. Yeah. Yeah, I always say, you know, celebrate your small accomplishments. Like if you didn't, if you set out to hit, you know, five workouts a week and you only made mm-hmm. three, that's still three and more than doing nothing. <laughs> missing two workouts in one week of your life is ultimately not going to matter. Right. Yeah. And even if there's times where you absolutely cannot get in a workout, like you can still choose to eat healthy. It doesn't have to be, you know, this perfect strict plan. You can still see amazing results just by fueling your body with nutrient dense foods too, without even having to get an exercise all the time. So it doesn't have to be something you don't have to do a workout every single day to be able to see results because you can still eat healthy and feel good and still I like know that, that you bring that up too. I think that's a part that, that we haven't touched on yet is taking that ownership of, I still, you know, I can still eat well just because I ditching that maybe all or nothing mentality or ditching those excuses of, well, I didn't work out. So now all is lost. Right. No, we still get to control what we eat and decide and I maybe not control, but, really have a decision Mm -hmm. on what and why we're eating the foods that we're putting into our body. Yeah. And instead of looking at it as a diet, you know, I always tell the girls in my programs, instead of looking at it as something that you, you can't have look at it as how is this going to make me feel like for me personally, I know I love uh, almonds but every time I eat them, they always bloat me. And so when I look at them, I'm like, do I really want that to feel bloated or not? And if I do eat them, I know that I'm going to suffer that consequence and feel bloated. But that bloat is not going to last forever. But it just takes into account that if you focus on eating something for fuel or how it's going to make you feel versus telling yourself that you can't have something because it's going to make you gain weight or make you fat, whatever that's putting a negative tone on it. Uh, but if you reverse it and say, what is this going to do for me? Yeah. Then you, it puts a more you are then being in control. It. I think when I really struggled with food issues, it was, I thought mm-hmm. that I was in control when really food was controlling me, but now coming from a place of, I am in control of what right. I'm choosing and it's not good or bad, but certain foods may make me feel differently than yes. others. Yeah, it's just acknowledging that too. You know, with ice cream or pizza, a lot of times those end up bloating people. But if you acknowledge it first before you eat it and realize that, you know, you're going to be bloated maybe the next day or two, then that's fine. You don't need to let it send you into a spiral like, oh, I ate that. I might as well eat like all of the pizza or this whole tub of ice cream and let it go on all week and then I'll start over again on Monday. It doesn't have to be that kind of cycle. It comes back to that sustainability uh, like you mentioned in the beginning. How can we really have a good foundation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're eating towards your goals. It's not dieting towards them. Everybody essentially has a diet. Yeah, so, you know, everybody's got a diet. That's basically just how people eat. And we're all different. Technically, we're all on different diets. Mm -hmm. I could be on the Casey diet. You're on the Megan diet. Just we're just all eating how we want to to be able to achieve the results. Mm, I really like that thought process too, and just a better way to. I'm going to start start using that. Like, yeah, you're eating towards those goals. Yeah, and putting again that against Mm -hmm. it in that positive. Absolutely. What can I add in to bring me towards my goal instead of what do I have to take out? 
to de- deprive myself or to get where right. I want to be. So Casey, where can people find you? Where can they know more about Busy and Balance? So if you want to know more about my Busy and Balance program, you can go to busyandbalance.info or you can click the link on my Instagram handle, Casey Pauline Fitness. And then if you want to see real results from women that have already done the program or going through it, their testimonials, progress pictures, you can go to busy.and.balance. That's also in my Instagram. And you can start following that. And maybe you'll be the next girl that's going to be featured on there. So that would be pretty cool. Ooh, that's pretty exciting. She yeah. Does. It's really neat to see. I mean, she's not just talking you guys up with some great information. I've seen her transformation photos from her clients and it's really impressive and it's really really inspiring to see her community yeah these are real women getting real results you know with these 30 minute workouts so i'm very excited to be able to work with women who want to do these quick workouts and just want to be able to put themselves first and ditch their excuses and gain ultimate body confidence inside and out because that's what it's all about Mm, so true before we wrap up, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. So sure. put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah. Do you have a morning or an evening routine? So I definitely have a more of a morning routine. Um, so when I get up in the morning, I try not to look at my phone for the first 30 minutes. And um, I will read something um, inspirational and motivational or listen to something. And then uh, I'll get my coffee and just relax for a little bit and just really get my mindset right for the day, maybe do a few stretches. And then normally I have a client that I'll drive to in person for personal training at 6 a.m. So I'll listen to a motivational podcast um, before I start listening to any music. I always do that every single morning throughout the week. And yeah, that's I just getting that mindset right first thing, because once you have control of the first 30 minutes of your day, then whatever happens the rest of the day, you're going to be better able to navigate Absolutely. that with ease and Absolutely. not let it affect you. What are some of your favorite podcasts that you like to listen to in the morning? Oh, my gosh. So I have been a huge fan of Ed Milet's podcast. Um, his It's just called The Ed Milet Show. And he is so motivating and so inspiring. I think he puts out a new podcast episode once a week. Uh, don't quote me on that. But I, I, he has so many from a couple of years ago that he, it's just nonstop listening. And I probably listen to his like every single morning. So once I run out, then I'm like, okay, I got to find something else to listen to. But definitely would recommend checking him out i love listening Ooh, i haven't to heard podcast. him so i'm always like I, that's one question i always ask everybody like what are you listening to because i need i want all of the podcasts yeah to be heard yeah his are amazing and you know they're some of them are pretty lengthy they can be one to two hours long when he's interviewing somebody on there but they're just so inspiring and they definitely just make you feel that's like worth it then those the are the ones that you don't even realize they're that in depth or that long when you're just right. so wrapped up in them yeah, he's such a good motivational speaker. So what is know. one of your non-negotiables when it comes to your health? Um, I definitely would say getting in my own workouts. You know, sometimes that could be in the morning around like 10 a.m. or sometimes it's 7 p.m. But I just always have to have those 30 minutes to carve out for myself because it's not just 
about looks like we talked about or the physical aspect of it. It's a mental thing too. Like that's my 30 minutes of time to be able to have to myself, not training somebody else, not following up with an online client, but just having that time to myself and be able to focus on things that I want to accomplish and help myself feel good. Because as we said before as well, you know, you need to feel good before you can take care of others too. What is your super weapon? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say that I guess, you know, a lot of my friends come to me for advice on anything. And so I I tend to think of myself as a really good advice giver or like confidence booster. Um, And then I would say also a good listener. You know, it's really key to listen to people and just let them talk and be there. And you just want to be able to help them in any way that they can. That's why you're a good coach. You give good advice. And you're a really good listener. Yeah, I guess it all goes around. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to be. Like, you you can't just be someone like, well, here's what I think. Here's what you should do. You know, people don't want to be talked down to. They just want to have somebody to be able to listen to them. And, you know, you can put in your two cents, but you have to figure out as a coach, especially, like, why does this person feel that way? And here's how Meeting I can with help that them. little bit of empathy and that compassion. And there's such a big piece. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. does being fierce mean to you? Oh gosh. I think that is such an incredible word. I think being fierce is just having the ultimate confidence to just mm-hmm. go after what you want. 110%. Just being out there, being bold and doing your thing. Yeah. You know, if something is important to you, you will find a way to make yes. it happen. And that, that's the foundation of busy and balanced right there, right? If it's important to you, yes. you'll find yes. 20, 30 minutes. Like we're all busy, but if it's, if you want it, you have to do it. Right. Yeah, that is so true. That is definitely the foundation of busy and balanced. I have enjoyed talking to you so much. I love it. And <laughs> Like I said, everybody, I'll have all um, Casey's information in the show notes. But check her out. Look at her before. Look at her client yes. pictures. It's amazing, and her workout. She posts so many on Instagram, and especially, I mean, all of them. But I love your ab workouts. I love the core stuff. Like, oh my gosh, yes. yeah, the girls they love it. I call it the the lean abs and yeah. the the bigger booty. Yeah, Those are the better I mean, that's when everybody asks, like, what do you want? Like, <laughs> I want. Yeah, come on. Abs and glutes, please. <laughs> yes, those are definitely my top two workouts <laughs> that the women love and that they always say, can we get uh, more of those? And she's good. She <laughs> makes up new ones all the time. They're always a good spin on them. Yep, I test them all out, so I'm not BSing it anybody. When it. they work, That's they the work. real deal. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was so wonderful talking to you. Yeah. Oh, of course. Thank you, Megan. I really appreciate you having me on your podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.